If you've been following me for a little while, then you probably know that my husband and I recently moved from Michigan to Arizona. Well, you can imagine that as we were getting ready for that move, the list of things that we had to plan for and that we had to do started to feel pretty endless. We had to decide what to move and what to sell, how to move it, when to move it, whether or not to remodel the house before we arrived or after we got here. We had to book the truck and buy airline tickets and hire the movers and buy boxes and all the other supplies and arrange for new insurance and just hundreds of other things, both big and small. And we had to do all of that while continuing to run a business. You could say the whole process was just a bit overwhelming. Through the entire process, we managed to avoid a total meltdown mostly and to get everything done simply by recognizing that when we were getting overwhelmed and by taking a step back so that we could get better organized, put our blinders on and just make the next right move. This is episode 89 of the Tiny Course Empire podcast. And today I want to talk to you about feeling overwhelmed in your business. It's the number one problem that my community is facing right now, and it's something that is absolutely fixable. If you're feeling stuck, or if you're feeling overwhelmed, or if you just don't know what to do first, stick around and let's figure that out together. Welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast, a weekly show dedicated to helping you launch and grow your digital course business, even if you don't have a big team or a six-figure ads budget. We'll help you design smart systems, take consistent action, and achieve massive success on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Cindy Bedar. Hey, it's Cindy, and thank you for spending a few minutes of your day with me. You'll find the show notes and the recommended resources for this episode at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 89. While you're there, be sure to download the online business roadmap. That is your ticket out of overwhelm because it will help you to focus on exactly what you need to do first and then next. If you stick to it and don't try to get ahead of yourself, I think you'll find it very, very helpful. So today I want to talk to you about overwhelm. And the first thing that I want to talk about is what exactly does overwhelm feel like? I mean, how do you even know if you're overwhelmed or if it's something else? If it's just you're not cut out for being in business or, you know, you're just bored and you don't want to do this anymore. All of those things can kind of feel like they are real, but what you might actually be experiencing is overwhelm. Some of the things that you might be feeling that you're not really identifying as overwhelm are things like maybe you are endlessly restarting and restructuring your business. Maybe you're changing your tools all the time, or you're looking at different business models and thinking that that, that, you know, that the grass is always greener on the other side, or maybe you're stopping and starting marketing strategies without ever giving something a full chance to work out. That was I kind of felt that way when we were planning our move and the way I 
identified that as overwhelm is I kept tossing out all of our plans and just starting over. Like I would throw away all of my notes and, and get rid of everything and just start all over because it all felt like too much. Like I couldn't keep track of it. And that's when I started to know, you know what, this is just really overwhelming to me. I'm not really getting anywhere. So that endless restarting and restructuring and launching a new business and closing down an old one, those can all be symptoms of just being overwhelmed with what's going on. Another one is the inability to make a decision. This is one that I see a lot out in the wild as I'm talking to coaching clients and customers, members of my Six Figure Systems program, just that not being able to make a decision. Maybe you feel like there are too many choices and you need some kind of a guarantee. You need to know that the choice that you're making is the absolute best one and that it's going to work and that you cannot decide without that guarantee. Or maybe you have this huge pile of ideas, but none of them are perfect. So you just keep looking for that ideal plan to follow for that ideal idea that you want to run with and nothing ever lives up to that expectation. That's another symptom of feeling like you're overwhelmed. For me, we did that should we or shouldn't we dance for months and months before finally committing to the move. And that was, again, my overwhelm with the entire process resulted in me not being able to make a decision. Negative self-talk is something else that you might experience if you're feeling overwhelmed. You might be saying to yourself things like, I'll never figure this out. I'm not good enough. I don't have it in me to do this. I'm just not good at technology. That's one that I hear all the time from my customers is that I just stink at technology. I'm terrible with technology. You might be telling yourself, this is just never going to work. This just isn't for me. For me, I told myself once the decision was made and we were in the midst of this big move and boxes were everywhere and we were spending money like there was no tomorrow and I would find myself saying things like, this is the stupidest decision you've ever made. Why are you doing this? How could you, you know, put all this upheaval into your life? And it really was not the truth. It was not a stupid decision that we made. It was uh, a smart decision that we made, actually. And um, I'm happy that we made it. But in the moment when I had all of that going on, I it was really easy for me to to kind of talk to myself in that negative way and say, this was really stupid. What have you done? You know, there was a lot of regret going on. And it was really, it was just that feeling of overwhelm that brought that on. Frustration is something else that you might be feeling. You might be anger, angry at the situation. You might be angry at yourself for getting into the situation or for not figuring it out sooner or for not knowing how to do things or for, you know, not being further ahead in the process than you, than you are. Maybe you think that you should be further ahead. Maybe you think I've been doing this for a long time. Why don't I know more? Why am I not more successful? And really this frustration is just another symptom of feeling so overwhelmed with the entire process and all of the things that you think that you have to do. Maybe you feel helpless or hopeless. You th you'll think things like, I don't know why I'm even bothering with this. I'm too old to make this work. I'm too young to make this work. Um, you know, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not ugly enough. I'm too fat. I'm too thin. All of those things that we think that, 
you know, other people have that we don't have, and therefore we're not going to be successful. You might be thinking, I'm never going to make any money. I've been trying this for years and it hasn't worked yet. For me personally, when I was in the midst of this overwhelm with the move, it was, this is never going to get done. I just kept looking at all of the things on my list and thinking, this is never going to be complete. We're never going to make this. We're never going to make the deadline. We are never going to get this done. And that, again, was just a symptom of feeling so overwhelmed. Maybe you procrastinate. Maybe that's how overwhelm shows up in your life. I would, I would think to myself, you know what, I'm going to start this again tomorrow. I'll start it again next week. I'll try it again next month. This is summertime. It's holiday time. It's, you know, it's my birthday. It's not my birthday, whatever. I'll just do it again tomorrow or I'll start over again tomorrow. And I think we do that in a lot of areas of our lives, but it's really just our brains trying to protect us, trying to protect us from those feelings of overwhelm. My personal, uh, you know, my personal story is I'm just going to try again tomorrow. I'll just, I'll just work on this tomorrow. Right now I'm just going to go take a nap. I just need a break. I just need, I need some me time. I need some self care is what I tell myself as an excuse to just procrastinate. And that's really what it is. It's just an excuse and it makes us feel better in the moment, but it doesn't really solve the problem. So if you find yourself procrastinating, if you find yourself looking at this pile of work that you think that you have to do and you do nothing but put it off all of the time, then maybe that is a symptom that you are just overwhelmed with all that there is to do. Another symptom is you may just find that you lose your motivation. Maybe you don't care anymore about something that you used to be really excited about. Maybe you used to be really excited about starting a new business and now it's just like, ugh, I just don't even want to just don't even want to do this. I don't even care about this. I don't want to I don't want to look at it. I don't want to think about posting on social media. I don't want to think about creating a new course. I don't want to think about connecting with my clients. I just don't want to do anything. I just don't care. And that's a really big symptom of overwhelm as well. Or again, like we talked about a minute ago, thinking that some other business or some other idea is better or more fun. Like I'm not motivated to do this thing anymore, but boy, that other thing looks really exciting. I just heard Cal Newport talking about this on his podcast the other day. He was talking about this in relation to college students. He says that that college students a lot of times go through this cycle where the minute things start to feel a little bit hard or they start to get a little bit overwhelmed, they think the solution is to change majors, thinking it will somehow be better in that other major, that that math is not for them, they're going to go study history instead. But the thing is, it won't be better, it isn't better, it isn't easier, they just end up being overwhelmed with this other major instead. So they skip from math to history to psychology to science to whatever, just always searching for that magical major that's going to uh, keep them motivated. But really, the only way to keep your motivation up is to get past that overwhelm so you can keep going. For me, this loss of motivation showed up quite surprisingly, one day when I straight up had an anxiety attack and I called the whole thing off. And I'm not proud of this. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm kind of sharing it here with you so that you will recognize that you are not alone in this situation. But I called up our real estate agent about 
a week before we were supposed to list the house and, and called it all, you know, called it all off, said, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. This is not the right time. We're not going to list the house. We're not going to shop for a new house. We're not doing any of that. I'm done. And I had a full on panic attack over it. And that was just because I was so overwhelmed with all that there was to do, all the decisions that there were to make, all of the things that I had to organize, all of the money that I had to spend. And I, my brain convinced me that there was no way I was going to get it done, that it was never going to happen. And, you know, in order to protect me from that, from that disappointment, it just convinced me that I should just call the whole thing off. And I see this in small business owners as well, who just kind of throw up their hands and say, you know what, it's not for me, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to go um, you know, I'm going to go watch Netflix or something instead of working on their business. And it's just because they're feeling so overwhelmed. Before I launched my six figure systems program, I talked to a lot of people who were trying to start a small business and overwhelm, like I said, was the number one issue they were facing. And it still is. And the problem was that they weren't clear what they should be focusing on. They didn't know what the next step should be. They felt like they had to be doing everything all at once. And maybe you can relate to that because I know that it feels that way sometimes where that, where you just have to have your, your hands in so many things all at once in so many projects, you're juggling so many things all at one time. And it's really not true. And I knew that I could solve this overwhelm problem for people. So I started to create these bite-sized trainings that teach a single process or a single strategy with the idea that once you master that one thing, then you can move on to the next one. So having these bite-sized trainings eliminates the overwhelm of feeling like there's so much to do and so much to learn because all you're focusing on is the very next step in the process. It's a way of putting your blinders on. Now, at the time of this recording, I am celebrating five years of Six Figure Systems, and I'm celebrating by offering you a full 30-day trial for just $5. And the best thing is that right now, this is September as I'm recording this, right now is the very best time to commit to creating the business that you've been thinking of doing. Summer is very nearly over. The kids are all back in school. Vacation time is done. And I think we're all feeling like it's time to get back to work. I know I am. I'm super excited about getting back to work after a long summer. And if you're ready for that too, then I hope you'll click over to sixfiguresystems.com to get started for just $5. And I will see you on the inside. Now, what else can you do if you are feeling overwhelmed in this moment? You've got these business ideas, you've got these business dreams that you want to work on, and you're just feeling like there's so much to do and you're so overwhelmed. Let's talk about what you can do to eliminate that starting right now. And the first thing I want you to do is to put on your virtual blinders. And by that, I mean, only focus on the very next thing in your path. A lot of times what happens and what happened to me in the move is we see all of the things that we have to do. We see all of these different pieces and parts that all have to come together. And we're trying to plan out that thing that's not going to happen for six weeks while working on the thing that's right in front of us. And it's just not helpful to think about or plan for all of those things. 
if you can just focus on the very next step. For example, I couldn't worry about when to schedule the truck until I knew for sure what our closing dates would be, right? It didn't make any sense to get out my calendar and start thinking about, you know, should I schedule the truck for the middle of July or should I schedule it for the end of July? Or maybe it's going to be cheaper if I schedule it for a Tuesday instead of on a weekend. I couldn't think about those things. It was not beneficial. It was not helpful to me to think about any of that because I didn't even know when we could possibly close on the house and be moving. So it didn't make any sense for me to be worrying about that until we figured out when the closing date was. So figure out what your first step or your first project is and focus on that and nothing else. The rest is still going to be there. You still will have all of those things to do, but you don't have to be thinking about it right now. You don't have to be worrying about those things that are six or eight or 12 steps down the road. Just focus on the one thing that you need to be working on right now. Now, if it helps, you can make a big list of everything that you have on your mind so that you know that you're not going to lose track of it. Then set that aside so you can get back to work on only the next step. The next thing I want to recommend you do is that you write down anything that's weighing on your mind. I told you I had a panic attack or an anxiety attack over the move and I called the whole thing off. But what I did after that was what helped get me back on track. What I did was I sat down and I wrote a huge list of everything that I was worried about, whether it was big or small, real or imagined, I wrote it all down. I wrote down every voice in my head that was telling me all the terrible things about myself. I wrote down every thought that I had about all the things that were going to go wrong, everything wrote it all down. I had a list of about 50 things that were just bouncing around in my head, getting me all agitated. And the funny thing was, once I wrote them all out, they stopped having any power over me. It was like I had let them escape and they were no longer in my head, causing me all kinds of anxiety and problems. They were just gone. I was able to get back on track with the move and I was able to be excited about it again and I was able to get it organized so that we could pull it off. And you can do the same thing if you've got worries about business or life or whatever rattling around in your head and keeping you stuck. Just take a few minutes and write down every single thing that you are worried about. You might be surprised at how helpful that is to kind of get all of those thoughts out of your head and stop them from keeping you stuck. The third thing is to take the time to get organized. A couple of weeks ago, I mentioned in an email that Rick and I were painting the living room and that I hated that I had to spend most of my time just organizing all of the stuff and preparing to paint instead of getting to the actual work of painting. And we do this in business all the time. We just jump in with both feet without taking the time to prepare and to plan our strategy. And what happens is you end up feeling like you're juggling dozens of half-finished projects because you are, you know, you're trying to create a course at the same time that you're writing the sales page and you're setting up your course platform and you're writing your marketing emails. And I know you're doing this because I did the same thing. But when you look at it like that, it's understandable that you feel overwhelmed. Instead, stop and do the pre-work first. 
finish the course before you try to set up your course platform. Set up your course platform before you write your sales page. Write your sales page before you write your follow-up emails. These things are not useful until you do the thing that came before it. So it doesn't make any sense that you have to write your follow-up emails if you don't have a sales page written because you're not going to be making any sales. So do one thing at a time and finish it before you start the next thing. That's really, if you take nothing else away from this episode, I hope that is the one piece of advice that you will follow. Finish one thing before you start the next because when you have all of these projects going on all at the same time, that is pretty much a guarantee that you're going to feel overwhelmed with with the entire process. And the last thing that I want to encourage you to do is to resist the urge to research things you cannot use yet. And this goes for buying things that you can't use yet too. I see so many people who are in the process of creating their course or their digital product, for example, and they don't have it finished yet, but they are researching how to run Facebook ads. They don't have anything to sell. They don't have a funnel. They don't have a landing page, but they're learning how to run Facebook ads or they're learning how to get SEO traffic to a blog that they don't have, or they're learning how to sell on webinars when they don't have their course created yet. It does not make sense to spend hours learning how to do things that you cannot use yet. It just feeds into those feelings of overwhelm. It makes you feel like you are inadequate because you're not doing those things yet. It adds to the list of things that you think you need to be doing. And not only that, things change really quickly in this world. So what you learn today might not even be of any use to you in three months when it comes time to use it. And you won't remember most of it anyway. So learn what you need, implement what you learn, and then learn the next thing. Don't try to learn everything all at once. It just leads to overwhelm. Now, I'd really love to hear from you about this topic. Would you please click over to tinycourseempire.com forward slash 89 and leave me a comment. I'd like to know what has you feeling overwhelmed and how you're overcoming that so that you can make progress. Or if you need help, leave me a question. I'll be happy to offer up my best advice for your specific situation. And could you do me another favor? If you're enjoying this show, would you pop over to Apple Podcasts or wherever it is you're listening and leave me a rating and review? That helps the algorithms to know that you value this content and it helps them to show it to more people. And that's the best way to help us grow. That's it from me today. I hope that you will take these steps into consideration and eliminate the overwhelm from your life. And if you are so inclined, be sure to go over to Six Figure Systems and check that out too while it's on sale. Have a terrific day, everyone, and I will talk to you all again next week. If you like what you hear on the Tiny Course Empire podcast, you're going to love all of the courses and workshops and support you'll find inside Six Figure Systems. That's my monthly program where we dig into online marketing for regular people like you and me. We don't do big launches, we don't have the big headaches, and we don't have the big expenses that come with them. Instead, we focus on creating repeatable, sustainable systems that continue to grow over time and that don't suck up all of our energy or require a 10-person team to manage. 
You can come see what we're all about at sixfiguresystems.com and I'll see you on the inside.